0: Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on, and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At
1: Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am
0: going to set the timer at four or five minutes uh, and let's jump right into the Tweet of the week. I will admit last week's episode was a little strange. (laughs) Um, It had a... I feel like we were... I I Actually, I'll use I statements. I was in like a weird like... I was both in a hurry and kind of tired when we did it. Um, so it was, we just sort of started to talk about Zelda games, which was strange, but this week we're, we're diving, we're diving into a tweet that I'm, I'm very excited about. So uh, this tweet comes from August 10th and it says conveyor belt sushi restaurant called who sushi. Mm.
1: Yeah, okay. You have to say, you have to say kind of like who she like,
0: Oh, okay,
1: like, okay. who's she sushi
0: got it, right? got it got it whos
1: who's she over there? Who's See, that you, girl? you had a
0: different read of it than I had, so like like mine was yours makes more sense because mine almost feels more skeptical, skeptical, <laughs> like who's
1: she? yeah, like oh, like
0: yeah yeah like is is it, is it sushi or is it yeah, like is that image more like you checking it out exactly, exactly yeah. no I think so I think the key to this is getting people to pronounce it correctly.
1: Right. Yes. So you have,
0: you, you and, have to have radio and TV ads. How old am I to say radio ads, <laughs> podcast and TV ads, TikTok? Does there Tik yeah TikTok ads you get, or whatever? You got to like you know get stuff out there in that way. Maybe
1: like the the logo has to be like a cutesy flirty kind of like logo too. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe like some kind of kissy face or like some you know, maybe like sushi that's about to be eaten by like really red like like makeup like lipstick lips Uh you know yeah yeah. and then and then people be like okay who's she sushi right
0: yeah i almost feel like in the ads you don't say the sushi part
1: yeah who's she who's she yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. and then but like she the she that you never fully see (laughs) is always eating sushi so like you're thinking yeah I think that I think that actually works pretty well now I want to ask about conveyor belt restaurants in general Yeah um because you you wrote uh you responded to your own tweet replied to your own tweet with a classic uh, move Yeah on a related note more things should be served on a conveyor belt like maybe pastries or books Um yeah. I've never been to a conveyor belt restaurant I've seen them I oh, remember they're in, I'm trying to think was it in where were we at we were traveling somewhere in Europe and I can't remember where, because I remember Chris point Chris Garrett pointed it out to me, but we ended up not going. And I can't remember where that would have been. Hmm. Probably London, I would guess. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're they're all over, right?
0: Yeah. So talk to me about talk to me about the um, merits of a conveyor belt restaurant, because it seems like there's a lot of downsides. Conveyor belt restaurants, by definition, that food is sitting there.
1: Right. Right. I think for for something like sushi, it makes it so much easier for you to just, instead of saying like, can I have a whole, I I don't know how much you like sushi. Are you a sushi? I do. I do actually. Yes. And so like, you know, there's always the, the, the favorites, maybe you like like a classic California roll or something more like a, like a spicy dragon roll or something. And they bring it out and you get what, like eight to 10 like little sushi Mm -hmm. pieces, but like, and that's all great, but what if you want a little more variety, right? And you don't just want to have like eight of that, but you would rather have like two of those just to try it, you know, like, especially if you're more of like a foodie and you just like want to try little bits and pieces of everything and you don't need to have like an entire portion. It's great. You also don't really have to talk to anybody. It just like, well, that, comes see, around. I'm on board
0: for that. Has, has COVID ruined the, uh, the conveyor belt?
1: I think it's alive and well in Seoul and Seoul is okay. In, quite restrictive on COVID stuff. So I think it's going okay.
0: Here's here now I'm gonna I'm gonna unveil part of my anxiety. And it has to do with talking to people. The reason why I would not want to go into a conveyor belt restaurant Mm. is they seem like they're in their own kind of way sort of cool. Like especially if you if you put them if there were a conveyor a conveyor belt restaurant in Minneapolis, it would be like hipstery or cool or ironically cool or something like that. Right. Mm. So the problem with that is it is so cool that it uh, assumes you understand how it works. Right. And like my anxiety would be like, I don't know, like, do I just take stuff? Do I need to indicate that I take stuff? What's the business model? How do I pay? Do I like, like all of this stuff genuinely terrifies me where it's like, I kind of want before I walk in, I want to. I don't know that I want to have a person walk me through it, mm. because then I have to interact with that person. Um, maybe a video that wa- that walks me through it, and not like, oh, you can look this up on your phone, but like, you know, um, on like the higher end rides at like Disney or something, how there's like the stages before you get to the ride, and they're like, you're pretending you're like a you know, a Top Gun pilot, and they're giving you your yeah. briefing and stuff like that, and all of that is walking you through. Hey, here's how this restaurant works. It's also psyching you up for it. Maybe you're seeing pictures of what you might see that might be good, so that it's so wetting your appetite. Yeah. It's like laser tag does this too, right? Before you go out in there, like they have like the briefing where they're really just trying to give you the safety rules, but then they're also making you feel like something else is going on here. Uh, I kind of want-, want that.
1: And, like, you could do that, but then also have, like, a fast pass for, like, the folks that already know how to do it well. Where it's here, like, okay.
0: No, 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 no. Here's the problem with that, though. Mm. And this is why it's got to be done well. Because then it's like, oh, look at those guys. They're doing the, like, <laughs> tour. It's like everybody's got to do it. Even if you've been to the – even if you own the restaurant or you work there and this is your off day and for some reason you want to eat at the place you work. Like, it's like everybody's got to do it. Like, mm. I, 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 I like the – the democracy of that because otherwise it's like well there's the enlightened class who doesn't need the instructor like i can't have that it has has to be ever but but they have to make it great they have to make it great to the point where it's like oh i actually this is almost part of the experience yeah i remember playing laser tag once and the person running it who was like going through the safety rules like they were treating it like they were a drill sergeant at a military briefing but also kind of like a cheerleader drill sergeant and they got us like chanting things before we went out there and it's like (laughs) that's what i want so when you hit the floor you're like ready to go
1: yeah so there's that and that could be really interactive or you could have something like when you sit down on an airplane and they give you all the like safety stuff right Mm -hmm. before you take off. Right. And sometimes those are just like straightforward. Here's your, like put your seatbelt on flotation devices under your seat. Other times they like try to make it kind of goofy. Other times it's like geared towards kids. So it's like, you could really play that up in a bunch of different ways. And like everyone, as they sit down before they even like, start grabbing food or anything like watch this little, like one minute clip. That's mm-hmm. like funny and um, maybe specific to the restaurant that you're at. And then everyone feels comfortable, right? Yeah. Everyone but, knows But, but It's got to be
0: specific enough where it's like, there is no gray area. Like I have mm. to really know like how, how do I pay? Cause yeah. what I don't want to do is like, okay, here's, here is the root of the anxiety. Something comes comes by that I would like to try, mm. but I'm not sure, like, if I take that, what if it turns out that, like, I need to know what I'm getting into. Like, what if it turns out that that's like a $50 thing that I took? Sure. It's like, I would never take that if I knew that, but now I did. And now I'm in for that. Like, it's got to be really clear. Mm. So basically what I'm asking you is how do these restaurants work? Because I don't know. <laughs> this is why I've never been to one because we talked about... I must have been in London. We talked about one, but there was a part of me that was like, I, I don't get it and I'm really scared.
1: Yeah, you know what? I've been to a couple, oh, only maybe two. So I don't really even remember. And I feel like it probably unfortunately just depends on the restaurant you go to right like some of them will probably have prices on each of the little displays as they go around on the conveyor belt some won't some will have you pay at the end like where you're sitting some will have you pay like up at a counter somewhere like it's always going to be different i feel like that's the
0: problem though like yeah they need to to, like standardize that
1: here's what you should do sam you should move to korea (laughs) with me um learn a very minimal amount of survival Korean like me. And then every time you go into any restaurant or any building anywhere, you have that anxiety of, am I doing this right? And it kind of just starts to feel like normal. So it's okay. Like okay, I, so,
0: so you're, you're trying to suggest something that would heal this anxiety. What I right. think instead I would love, and I'm not the most anxious person in the world, although I got plenty. I wouldn't mind for restaurants or other experiences like this, being a low level anxiety consultant, like not somebody who like, I'm not a germaphobe, like not somebody like that. Like, I don't know that we can deal with that, but somebody who's just like, I can express all of like, I will go through your process and express all of the, the like pressure moments where it's like, I wasn't sure. And so mm. I didn't feel comfortable asking this. So I ended up actually, you know, and they're going to care about this. I ended up spending less than I would have because I was afraid of what it might mean.
1: Yeah. Like kind of like a focus group on. Yeah. Or yeah.
0: I think we need like, like low level anxiety consultants because so- I think there are people who care. But they don't always realize, like, what are those anxiety points? And there are such easy ways to, like, solve problems for people like me. For one thing, kindness is really big. Like, if I get the impression that somebody is aware that this can be uh, anxiety producing and they're very Mm. kind about it, like, dude, that, that, like, diffuses tons for me.
1: Man, it's, like, kind of like when, and then it's helpful, too, because, like, sometimes I don't even know where the anxiety is coming from. And so like, man, we're coming up with so many examples, but like um, jury duty, right? I didn't really know what was happening in jury duty until like I was sitting in a room and like actually on like going to be in the jury. And what was so helpful was like that one person who feels comfortable literally asking any question ever, yes, no matter how big or no matter how small. And then the rest of us are like, cool. Now we all know because that one brave person or just like a person who doesn't care was like, okay, I'll just ask whatever and like understand every s- mechanic of this process.
0: Yeah. See, I married a person like that. Oh, that's amazing. Because she'll like, I'm like, oh, thank goodness you asked that. Cause I was wondering, but I was never going to say anything.
1: Oh, that's so nice. See, we need like, we need people like your wife everywhere, just yeah. like <laughs> helping us through every process. Um, but I also realized that what we're describing is kind of like, a sushi therapist. Yeah. And I not, mean, not, I guess it, it does. It's not
0: just that though. Yeah. But I, I think I I actually I do think it is low-level anxiety consultant because I think what it is is it's helping these places to realize where are the pressure points in their systems for people who are mm. would-be customers mm. and maybe even would-be people who would um uh you could would upsell themselves a little bit if they felt comfortable with the process, mm. but instead they're like, I'm just going to do this because like, I, I don't, this is clear. And I'm going to do that. And I'm unsure right. about this other thing. So I'm actually, and I might even like that and want that thing that's twice as much, but it's like, mm. but I'm unclear about a piece of that. So I'm going to get this cheaper thing. That's clear to me. Mm. Um, you know, like, like, I think that's a, that's an interesting pressure point to be like, okay, yeah. well, what can we do to help resolve that?
1: Right. Where, where are most people comfortable and where does it start become a little bit more stressful for people? And I think this is a
0: universal design thing too. I think it would help everyone.
1: Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think because with, especially with things like food, I feel like a, a lot of times you're being asked to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Like what what I feel comfortable eating is what I eat at home all the time. And so when I go to a restaurant, it there's always like a little bit of like, oh, are they going to have something I like? Am I going to, am I going to be too picky if I ask for this or this? Will they make substitutions? Like there's all these little questions that like, maybe other people don't <laughs> really think about, but like, I feel like it's deep down in there. And then if you add more layers of discomfort or of um, like unpredictability, then it's like, oh, well, maybe I, I would just rather stay at home.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, you're absolutely right. And I think, I think, I think this is a great idea because if you've ever had a server at a restaurant who gets it, it's kind of amazing because they become like this tour guide through it's especially mm-hmm. if I think for me, if it's like I go to a like a an ethnic restaurant where I am unfamiliar with the food and they mm-hmm. become this like tour guide of it. And it's like awesome, this is great. Like I'm not asking questions, but you're knowing to, to, to guide me through this a little bit. I've even had people now, this is maybe a little too much for some folks. Um, and, and it could be too much for me at times, but I've had, I remember we went to, uh, it was actually a Korean restaurant in, uh, in, in Arden Hills and I ordered something and I think it was, I think it was the woman who owned the restaurant. Had come mm. out, and I ordered something, and she said no, and she pointed to something else on the menu and said, "Get this." And <laughs> yes. now, now I'm a picky eater, so like somebody telling me eat take this instead, like I normally like that's a problem. But she actually picked something that was really great, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you," because you know. And so and you know what? Here's what's interesting. So what did I want to order? I wanted to order like something like orange chicken or something, because like I knew what it was. Yeah, it was let's say $12. She sure. points to something that's this beef dish that's like 18. I loved it. I was never going to order that beef dish, but mm-hmm. she got me there. Now, she got me there a little more aggressively than I probably want on most occasions, but uh but it was kind of great.
1: But like at the end, she's like looking out for you. She's like, "Ah, I know that this is like Or she's making
0: like... 6 more dollars off me too." I think it's you know? probably
1: both. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And I think what she wanted to do was like, "Oh, you don't know what's good here." So Mm. you ordered the most American thing, which I did. And she's like, (laughs) how about this?
1: Yeah, uh, it was great. You know what? So this whatever. So this role, this person is we've described them as a tour guide. We've Mm -hmm. described them as um, a consultant. Well, but it's as a therapist. The
0: consultant helps the servers become tour guides.
1: Mm, I see. I see.
0: Cause actually, you know, this goes back to what we were talking about before with like, we need more kinds of rating systems for restaurants to help mm. inform the public. Like it would be great if you could pull up Yelp or something. And there was like a anxiety score for a restaurant too. And yes. it's like, oh, this is a low anxiety restaurant. Great. You know, like yeah. now you can't just say, have people, you know, just on the street, give this an anxiety score. Cause that doesn't make sense. But like maybe a little questionnaire that gets at some of these things and creates an anxiety score for restaurants. I would love that. And not just, I mean, we could do this for other experiences, but I think restaurants is a good place to start.
1: Yeah. Because I think a lot of times it's rated on food or service or speed or whatever, instead of also like ambiance or like comfort or like, Mm -hmm. yeah, the environment around you. Um, Hmm. Can we, okay. So, so we need the app the Yelp review kind of thing. We need uh, the consultant who then helps the servers become tour guides. Mm -hmm. What if we called the consultant uh, a chef's kiss? That could be kind of cute. That's
0: super weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's kind of cute. (laughs) I think it goes along with who she sushi.
0: Um. Wait, the, the, the consultant or the tour guide you're calling that
1: the consultant wait why is but that see, weirder here, than because the tour here's guide? the
0: thing here's the thing because like like to say it goes along with with who she sushi um <laughs> like no one will experience the consultant other than the people working in the restaurant
1: oh so they're not like going around and interviewing folks or like oh no, they're getting-
0: like going through uh, the process and being like hey here's like a part where like i'm starting to feel the anxiety of this
1: uh, you know, and
0: they might bring a a team of people through to be like you know over the next uh two weeks we're gonna have 10 people come through this restaurant you won't know who they are but they're uh, gonna be marking anxiety points
1: Ah, uh, okay okay i thought they were like talking to the, the no they're, they're not consultants oh. for the customers
0: they're consultants for the restaurant
1: nice i like they help
0: provide the anxiety score
1: i so then the kind of what is the profile of that person i think it's got to be someone
0: who's anxious like you and me right i think i think it well i well i think it's low level anxious people like they might send they might have one person on their team who's like really like higher level like they have different Mm. but i think it's a lot of people like like i said i don't know that you can a restaurant can build everything around somebody who's like the craziest <laughs> I shouldn't use the word crazy the most extreme uh like germaphobe this 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 kind mm. of anxiety like we're not it's not like an OCD like extreme OCD but but the kind of thing where it's like what are the pressure points for people who have low levels of anxiety sure. and, you know and again this is about in some ways this helps the restaurant because I yeah. think the more you feel comfortable, the more you feel comfortable exploring the options there, the more likely you are to upsell yourself, to get yeah. something you wouldn't have gotten, to get something additional you wouldn't have gotten.
1: Plus, I feel like most people have low level anxiety, at least sometimes yeah. about some things, right? Like most yeah. people do. So yeah. you're helping like most people.
0: Yeah. And you get like a score you put on your website. Like, yeah, we got a, uh, you know, we got a, we got a two on the anxiety scale. That's pretty great. You know, we got where...
1: three chef's kisses. I'm really pushing for this, Sam.
0: But see, this shit seems so <laughs> unrelated.
1: <laughs> I just really want because it. Okay. Also think is... about
0: it. Think about it this way. Now I realize a chef's kiss is not an actual kiss. It's like a kiss to the air kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But think about people with anxiety. Do they want to necessarily be kissed uh... by a chef?
1: And maybe they would see that in general and just be like, this makes me feel uncomfortable.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, I think it's okay. just a
1: number. I think we're good with a okay. number. You know what? That, I will, the chef's kiss thing will be something else, a different yeah, venture we'll, of we'll, mine. Okay.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll table that for now and we'll find, <laughs> look forward listeners to an upcoming episode where we employ the chef's kiss because it's coming because we talk a lot about restaurants. So it will so that still is coming.
1: probably be just as uncomfortable, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what part uh, of this whole process is not about making us comfortable. Tweet victory is about pushing us into discomfort.
0: Yeah. Or making us comfortable with discomfort.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Carrying (laughs) us. I'm an
0: anxiety consultant.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh,
0: So that is, uh, this has been a strange episode, but I feel like we got back on our feet. I feel like this is, we are in our sweet spot when we are pitching, um business ideas that wouldn't make any money, you know, mm. media projects, things like this. So I think there's a lot here if you're a restaurateur or really the, you know, the the person in charge of any experiential thing, like uh, know that we are out there and we're willing to help. Um yeah. Because I think like it makes for a better world. And, yeah. uh, and so 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 we're willing to uh we're willing to help with that. Um you can contact us channel 3900 Mm. at gmail.com or even better tweet at uh at annie underscore berglund on twitter.com you should follow her um Mm. you should be subscribing to the channel 3900 podcast network um we are getting really close to kicking off our fall season we have some great stuff coming um i just recorded with a special co-host the 20th episode of a podcast that we haven't dropped the first episode of yet like these are coming Wow. Um, so this is a special project that'll start this fall um, it'll be 23 episodes in all I think in the initial run so um, lots of good secret projects coming old favorites coming back so subscribe to the network follow at Annie underscore Bergland at twitter.com that is all the time that we have but we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory Who
1: who's she Follow us at Annie underscore
0: Bergland and or at CWC Radio.